What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Consumer Ammunition Tactics Podcast, or CAT, where we provide you with consumer education to leverage your power as a consumer within this United States corporation. My name is Michael Benjamin. I'm the CEO of Consumer Ammunition Tactics, or CAT, where we leverage your credit, no debit. Welcome to the episode. Wake up. It's Monday. Are we going to let that breathe on a lower vibration? If you don't know who that is, that is Isaiah Rashad. Welcome to the Cat Podcast, new episode. Man, I just got to be real, y'all. I got inspired. So I had a consultation with a client and she basically inspired me to drop this episode because I was thinking... I should probably speak more about my experience about Turo before I actually hopped in because basically she got her credit right. Everything's good. She's ready to hop in. But it's certain things that I wish I knew before I actually hopped in the game because a lot of people make it seem sweeter than what it actually is. Right. So before we even get into that mindset episode, you know, thank God it's Monday. You know what I'm saying? You got to have that mindset. And if anyone knows, I, I listen to Isaiah Rashad's music. If you know me personally, I'm going to just say you fake for not telling me, you know, he dropped a good album like this because uh, I finally got time to actually listen to some of the songs. And yeah, you know, he, he, he really did his thing. So I had to open episode with that update as well. If you don't know, I live in uh, Washington state. There's not a lot of black people out here. You know, I love my people. So it's crazy out here. Shout out to Germany. Shout out to um, those people out of the country that are listening to the podcast. I still got love for y'all. Even though y'all uh, majority, well, I don't know if it's the black people in those areas listening to the podcast, but I know that we got international people listening to the podcast. So I just want to say I appreciate you. But yeah, with living in Washington state, what I just figured out, because we don't got like no state income tax, so it's like uh, Texas and all that. But the whole time I've been here, we weren't paying for bags, right? So I was at the grocery store earlier. And then they were asking me, like, how many bags do I have? And then I was like, because I'm originally from California. I was tripping, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are they asking me how much, how many bags I use? And, and then they charged me. So I was like, I don't know, like, what's going on right now. But, yeah, that was just something that happened that I wanted to mention in um, the podcast. But, yeah, man, so this episode came from my consultation with that queen. So y'all should thank her. And... Yeah, we're going to get straight into it. And also, a couple weeks ago, maybe a few weeks ago, I made a post, basically, um, let me cut the music off so I don't confuse myself. I basically made a post talking about the fact that, you know, we should appreciate each other, appreciate the people you have in your life, because I had a homie that um, had passed away, basically. So, obviously, we all going to have our, you know, time to eat, like, uh, pass away and stuff. But I had seen something recently. You know, someone that is a listener to the podcast and basically that person, you know, to my knowledge, some uh, someone's. How, am I, how do I say this? They have someone that passed away in their family, basically. So I say that to say, if you're listening to this episode, um, you know, if you're going through a tough time, you feel me? I hope that it gets better. I hope that 
you know, you can get in that situation, that mindset to understand that, you know, over time things will get better. Obviously, if it's fresh, it's not going to be sweet like that. But I say that to say, I hope that y'all can turn on a podcast and just kind of have that escape, if you will. Um, learn information, get entertained if you want. Um, some of y'all that follow me personally, follow me on my personal page. You probably saw I was doing the questions thing. A lot of people was wilding. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Objectifying. <laughs> nah, but yeah, so I just I just hope that y'all can use the podcast as like an escape from any negativity possibly going in your life, any sorts of depression, things like that. And yeah, understand that it should get better. Hopefully it gets better. So I say that as a general message to let you know that, uh, what is my point? I just say that as a general message, just to kind of send condolences if you're going through any negative situation right now, right? As far as family, friends, things of that nature, right? Because yeah, I had a very weird week, a couple weeks ago too, when you know, my uh, friend had passed away, so it's just kind of crazy. And the fact that, you know, we're all going to go through it. We just don't know when we're going to go through it, right? So, yeah, that's just some uh, real talk real quick. So, whoever you are listening to this, I hope that you can have the mindset to understand that your situation will get better. And whatever problems you have, I know that most problems in the world usually deal with money in some sense. So that's the whole purpose of the cat podcast, because I want to make y'all in a situation to where you can take control of your own situation. Right. Even if you can't take control of your own situation right away, I want y'all to be in a mindset that using your credit, you can really get to that next level. Right. Because we only get one shot in this uh, world or whatever. I don't know, obviously, what's in the next world. I don't know if this is our eighth life, our first life or whatever, right? We, we just came here right out of our parents as natural people. But I say that to say, you just got to do what you got to do as far as leveraging your credit so that you can get what you want to get in this lifetime. Take care of your people. Take care of your uh, people that come after you. Educate them. Inspire them. Um, Share the podcast with them. You know, if you know it'll benefit them. I'm pretty sure if you've been listening to the more than one episode, you've gotten value out of listening to the podcast, in my humble opinion. So, yeah, I just say that to say, talking to you as a homie, because I, I, I like to I like to feel like we're having a one on one conversation or if you, or if you be around people listening to the podcast, I don't know, if, like it'd be a gang of people listening to the podcast. I like to feel like, you know, I'm talking directly to you or you and your homies or you and your loved ones or you and your boyfriend, you and your girlfriend, whatever. Right. So, yeah, man, I just really wanted to just give that little spiel just to let you know that you're not alone. Take the information and not only take the information, but put it into action. I know some of y'all DM me talking about that you're listening to the podcast. You could also publicly put it on your story. Now I'm playing, <laughs> you know, whatever makes you feel comfortable. But um, yeah, just take the information and just take the information and make something out of it. That's the whole point of me doing a podcast, because I know for me personally, which I answered in one of um, the questions like I got asked yesterday on my IG, I wish that I had someone like myself, in my humble opinion, 
giving out the information, giving out the sauce as far as credit, as far as uh, leveling up and things of that nature. So, yeah, without further ado, as you can see in the title, we basically talking about things you should consider before you start car rentals, before you start churro, you know what I'm saying? Things of that nature. So, number one, what I would say is you should start with the one car, right? So when I say start with the one car, the reason why I'm saying that is one car versus like eight different cars, it's one headache versus like eight different headaches. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, with more cars, you have a probability of making more income, but I would say master one car before you move on to the next thing, right? What do I mean by that? So me personally... I got multiple vehicles, right? I can only speak about my own situation. I My reality is I did not just get one vehicle. I got multiple vehicles, right? And multiple vehicles are making me money, which is good, but it also means multiple headaches. So I know not everyone is well-equipped for dealing with adversity like that. So that's why I want to make this episode as like a guide or like a checklist for y'all to be aware of before you hop into the Turo game, before you hop into the car rental game, because I know a lot of y'all... I know a lot of y'all listen to what I'm saying as far as the podcast. Turo is one of those businesses that I speak publicly about. Um, I'm involved in more different things going on, but it's just that Turo is just what I speak about publicly. If I spoke about the other ones publicly, you know, I'm assuming y'all would want to hop into that as well. But obviously, we're speaking about Turo right now. So if you want to hop into the car rental space, which is a very lucrative business if, you know, you execute it right, I am mad at you. So with doing one car, master that one car. What do I mean by that? Let's say you get, let's say you got a basic car and you're getting like a thousand to $2,000 a month on it. Maybe your car is like 300 to $500. Obviously each month you're profiting. What I would recommend if I was going to do it again is just master that one car in the sense that you're making all those monthly payments. You don't got to necessarily um, pay anything extra on top of it. But obviously, if your car note is $300 to $500 and you're making 1000 to $2,000 a month, you're making anywhere from, you know, uh, like $1,700 in profit if we go with the highest end, right? 300 versus 2000 So... I would say stack up and then stack up enough to where you can make a down payment on a second car, right? We already know about the whole down payment thing. If you make a down payment by law, consumer law, it is illegal or whatever. But I know not everyone's in a situation to where they're ready to use the different laws and actually fight these uh, things like the 15 USC 1605 and all that. So going based off of the information that we've been raised to know, Stack up your profit and then go get a new car, right? Put the down payment, whatever you got to put down. So that's when I would say, you know, hop on to multiple vehicles. But my recommendation for y'all, if I was doing it again, just start off with one car. You might not make as much profit, but you have more control over that one car versus if you have multiple cars, you have a more probability of making more money, but it's multiple headaches. What do I mean by that? 
the fact that I was just in Vegas this past weekend, right? I told you I was in Vegas this past weekend, as you can see in um, the previous episode. So I was in Vegas handling the registration for my Mercedes-Benz. So imagine if I didn't have the Mercedes-Benz, understanding the fact that I do have multiple vehicles. If I didn't have the Mercedes-Benz, I wouldn't have had to make a whole Vegas trip just to register it because, you know, the dealership didn't do what they were supposed to be doing, right? So I say that to say, start with one car and move upwards. That's what I recommend because I know not everyone is well-equipped for adversity like that. And then on top of that, I have a Tesla, right? So with my Tesla, I post on my personal page. I posted about my Tesla and the fact that I had an issue with it and I had to take it to, uh, well, I didn't take it anywhere. I scheduled something as far as them fixing it. It's like an app that you can download. If, if, you, if you have a Tesla, you, you know what I'm talking about, but I have a Tesla Model 3 and basically I had to schedule for them to come and uh, fix whatever was going on. They said something was wrong with like the 12V battery or something like that. And it was crazy. It was crazy too. Now listen, li- listen real quick. Let me, let, me get into the, let me get into the whole Tesla situation. Well, you can go to my personal page and go under my reels and you'll be able to see it. But basically what had happened was they were saying that the 12V battery needed to be replaced. And then I started Googling like, like how much is a 12V battery replacement? And I was seeing some stuff talking about like 3,000 to like... Um, it was like upwards of maybe seventy five hundred or ten thousand or something like that. It was it was it was like crazy numbers. I was damn near having like heart palpitations. You feel me? But I say that to say, imagine if I didn't have the Tesla, right? Minus out the Tesla. Let's say I just had the Mercedes. So with having multiple vehicles, the whole theme is with multiple vehicles. You have you'll have multiple headaches, even though you have earning potential. And I'm not I'm not even gonna get on here and cap that. My Tesla hasn't made me money. My Mercedes hasn't made me money. Even though the Mercedes has been BSing a little bit, right? Remember, I'm in a Vegas market. So it depends on your market too. But also, I have a Range Rover, right? Without getting into all the vehicles I have, I also have a Range Rover. So with my Range Rover, there was an issue talking about, it was like a leaking issue or something. I don't even know what was going on. I just called the maintenance people. I'm just out here, you know, trying to create that passive income flow, turn liabilities into assets. They talking about some uh, leak, whatever. I don't even know what was going on, but it was covered in the warranty as well. But what I say is that I had a few headaches, like three headaches I just told y'all about. But imagine I only had one vehicle, right? It would only be a possibility of one headache. So start with one vehicle and master that. I had all I, I just bought all my vehicles at once, right? And I'm having all these headaches at different times, but at the same time as well, if that makes sense. If you have one vehicle, you master it for a certain amount of uh, time, and then you move on to the next vehicle, you're only going to be able to have one headache for a certain amount of time. That's my whole point. So really, my best piece of advice to you (laughs) as uh, point number one is master one vehicle. Start with one vehicle, right? Start with one vehicle. Once you master that one vehicle, you can go on to the next vehicle. Number two, what I would say and recommend is you want to be able to cover the note, the car note, without any rentals happening. 
Let's say you have that one vehicle, right? It's $800 a month. You should be able to cover that, assuming that your car does not get rented out at all. That's the kind of financial situation you want to be put in. So by God's grace, you know, with all the vehicles I have, I am able to be able to um, cover the expenses. If you don't know, I am working a job while I am also building my businesses, right? So the fact that I have multiple income streams coming in has blessed me to the fact that if I had no rentals the entire month, which which never happens, you know, I would still be able to cover the notes. So I really want y'all to be put in the best possible situation to where you can actually cover the notes regardless of what's happening. So that's why the easiest way to accomplish that is starting off with one car. So you see how they're intertwined. So number two, be able to cover the note without any rentals occurring, right? Because you got to understand that sometimes your car might be in maintenance, like with what was going on with mine. Sometimes you might have to do something to wear your cars out for a while. You know, you know what I'm saying? So just keep that in mind. Number three, do not listen to social media, right? So a lot of these Turo car rental gurus, they're going to be posting stuff like, oh, my car is doing this and this and this that, and the third. While it may be true to an extent, they're not telling y'all about like, like my post basically where I talk about the Tesla issues. They're only posting about the good side because at the end of the day, they have that, that ulterior motive of I'm going to charge you to teach you how to do what I'm doing or the, or the perception of what I'm doing. You feel me? So I look at myself as someone that's transparent, someone that's going to keep it 100. You know, my name is Michael Benjamin. Benjamin is on the $100 bill. You feel me? So I just want to be real with y'all and let y'all know. Don't necessarily follow everything you see on social media because a lot of people on social media, they capping, right? So I do my best out here to give y'all the real. It might not be what y'all want to hear as far as like, oh, you got to analyze if you're really, really, really about this churro business, about these car rental uh, business. But you got to understand that I have integrity with what I'm putting out. So I really want y'all to have all the information before you Get yourself in a messed up situation. If you go to my reel, the whole Tesla Tesla thing, most of these people that's doing Turo, they would never post something like that because they're going to be like, oh, um, people aren't going to be coming to me to ask me how to get into the Turo space because of what happened to my car. And even though it might not be that deep, because, you know, my Tesla, it was it was covered with a warranty. They want they want they're going to want to put that perception that everything is good. And I'm saying that's most people. It's some people out here that's, you know, doing good work and being transparent, but that's not everybody, right? So keep that in mind. That was point number three. Point number four, be judgmental. Let me get a water break. Hold on. I've been been talking. Number four, be judgmental, right? So people typically say don't judge a book by its cover. When it comes to car rentals, I think it's the opposite. You got to be very judgmental. You got to look at them like you're really assessing them to uh, do something that they got to be assessed for, right? If you got a Lamborghini and someone's trying to rent it out, if they don't look like they could afford a Lamborghini, I'm not going <laughs> to rent that out to them, right? So 
I really think you should be very, very judgmental as far as renting out your car. Because I've seen, not in my situation, just to be transparent, you know, by God's grace, everything has been good so far as far as who's been renting out my cars. Um, when I had my first rental for my Mercedes, they sent me the profile of the dude. And I was just being judgmental. I'm not even going to hold you. I was being judgmental, like looking at him, looking like if he looked like someone that would, you know, do something crazy, looking at his reviews and his past and things like that, right? If they had on Turo, like their social media stuff, I would be on their social media. I would be looking at their social media like, okay, what kind of car does this person drive? Um, What kind of clothes are they wearing? Um, Are they... Do they just live in luxury? You feel me? So, I mean, it sounds bad, like judging, judgmental, but I think you got to be judgmental because some people out here, they be, they be stealing cars. They be treating cars like trash, right? So you just got to be very, very judgmental, especially if you have those higher end cars, especially if you have luxury cars, especially if you have all, you know, all those things, right? If you have like economy cars, you know, you may not be at a loss as much if something does happen, but you just still want to be judgmental because you want to put yourself in the best possible situation. You got to be selfish with this business, right? You got to look out for yourself at the same time while you're putting out good service for your clients. So I would say be judgmental. And that piece of advice doesn't come from something that happened to me necessarily because I was already judgmental. I just say it to say that that's something that I I was doing early on, and I think it helped me out because to be transparent with my Turo business, it's all automated. So like I said, I live in Washington State. My Turo business is in Vegas, so they manage it out there. But, you know, I'm able to log into the app if I wanted to, and I can see what's going on over there. So that's why when we did my first uh, rental as far as like the Mercedes, I was able to assess the person that was renting out the car, you know, like, okay, does this, does this dude look like he, does this dude look like he get money? Does he look like he's serious? Does he look like he would steal the car? You know what I'm saying? So you just got to be judgmental. So I recommend that y'all be judgmental when it comes to it. And it, like, let's say you're the one that's doing your business. You're the one that's hands-on and everything. Assess the person in uh, real time, like ask them, like, what do they do on a day-to-day basis? How's their day going? Just, just be, just be very conversational and just, just kind of peep their energy. That's how, that's how you want to be, right? That's why I recommend. Number five, seek mentorship, right? So seek mentorship. When I say that, this could be through a course. This could be through someone you know. As far as courses, if you don't know CEO Matty J, um, you know my Nigerian bro, you're gonna want to tap into him. He's going crazy with the Turo business. Um, so yeah, that's one, that's one of the homies. Um, if you don't know Pushman Mitch, I mean, I don't know Pushman Mitch, but I know that he's killing it in the Turo business as well. So those are people that you can look at as far as courses, but with my Turo business, I'm with, uh, someone that's, that's been doing Turo basically. So, you know, he already knows the game essentially. So I just partnered up knowing that that's in place, but we're going to get into the next point. You also want to know about the business as well. So what I would say is seek mentorship because you want to also know about the business while you're in it. Number six, 
know about the business, right? So even though my stuff is automated, I did some check-ins and check-outs, like as far as my Tesla and uh, things of that nature. So you want to understand how the business goes, how the business flows, so that you can know how the business grows. You feel me? We just just dropping bars. Not, but um, you want to really know about the business before you just hop in it. Because you don't want to blindly hop into something and then someone could just be stealing from you. Not to say that whoever you associate with is going to steal from you, but you just got to understand that life is how it is. People are going to be people, right? So it goes back to being judgmental. You might have to be judgmental about your business partners. Maybe you do, maybe you don't, right? So just understand that you really want to put yourself in the best situation to where you know everything about the business, know how the check-ins go, know what kind of fees are applied, know what kind of fees you would charge if they mess up the tires, if they if they get into um, any scratches on the car, know like the check-in, check-out process, just know different aspects of the business so that you could essentially run the business by yourself if it wasn't being ran by maybe your workers that you have for the business, assuming that you hire people to do it, right? Some people, you might have a low budget, you might have to just do everything yourself. In that case, you know, you could seek mentorship and kind of just ask them how they run their business so that you could apply that to your own business. So just really do what you got to do in order to get to that next level. If you got more questions about it, you can definitely schedule a consultation with me and um, we can help you get to that next level. All right, number seven, have trackers. So a lot of cars, they, are, they already have like automatic trackers, but you want to really have trackers, extra trackers on a car in case someone steals it. Not to say that's going to happen to you, but it definitely has happened to people. And I'm not speaking about it from experience, like someone stole my car because no one stole my car, you know, God forbid. So just keep it out of mind. I just wanted to mention that. Number eight. This is the last point before we um, hop out the episode and let you go about your Monday or, you know, whatever day you're listening to this. But number eight is know your market. You want to really, really know your market. When I say know your market, you want to know what kind of cars are going on in your market. So I got a Ford Mustang, right? I'm speaking about a car I have again. (laughs) So I got a Ford Mustang. Ford Mustangs are pretty much good in every market from what I've heard. I know they're good in Vegas. They're good in uh, Houston. And they may be good in different markets as well. I don't know about LA, but yeah, they may be good in different markets. So I'm talking about a convertible one, by the way. If you're on my page, you'll know that I got the uh, convertible Ford Mustang zero money down. But I say that to say, know your market because you want to know what cars are being rented out. You want to know what cars are being searched for. There's a difference. Understand there's a difference between what cars are being searched for and what cars are being booked, right? So understand that difference. Know what cars are being searched for the most, but also know what cars are being booked the most. There's a huge difference, right? Just because someone's looking for a car, they might be looking for a luxury car, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to book it. Some of the most non-sexy cars are the most booked. So that's why I say you got to really know your market, understand your market. And knowing your market can be done through Googling. It can be done through knowing someone in that area that's already successful at uh, Turo, that's successful at car rentals. Maybe they're 
renting it on a higher car, stuff like that, right? And I'll just even say, as like a bonus point, number nine, what you want to do is look at Turo as temporary. When I say that, I kind of spoke about this in a previous episode, I believe, but you want to look at Turo as just a temporary platform to build up your customer base because Turo does all the marketing and things for you. But because they take their fees, you want to eventually have ownership of your own situation. With my car rental company, we have our own website. We also ran out on Turo, obviously, but we have our own website to where we can charge what we want to charge. Right? It's about taking control of your own situation and you could uh, charge whatever you want to charge. So really just understand that you want to seek ownership at the end of the day so that you can control your situation. When you can control your situation, you're going to have more money. You're going to have more impact because people aren't going to associate you with uh, Turo. Not that that's bad or anything, but people are going to associate you with your company, with your car rental company. So really just understand that Turo should be looked at as the purpose of acquiring clients for you because it's like, it's basically it's a basically the same situation where you're renting on Instagram, right? Or Facebook. But if you create your own situation, you create your own app, you create your own website, you have that ownership, right? So let's say you're on Instagram, you, you're getting censored. If you create your own app, you create your own website, you can limit that censorship. Maybe you're not getting censored no more. So really just understand that at the end of the day, you want to have that ownership and that'll really help you get to that next level. So I hope this, uh, I was about to say this video, I hope this podcast brought y'all value. You know, shout out to the queen when we had our consultation earlier today, you know, I gave her a lot of sauce and she really inspired this episode. So I want y'all to thank her, even though, you know, I'm not going to reveal put out that kind of information who exactly it is but you know she knows who she is we were just on a call today or it'll be yesterday when this episode drops since i'm dropping it i'm recording it on sunday but with that being said y'all have a blessed monday and if y'all got questions you know definitely dm the business page uh follow my personal page follow the business page and y'all have a blessed one Thanks so much for listening to the CAP podcast. I hope you got beneficial information. I sincerely appreciate you. But remember, your credit score is where it's at because you ain't get with CAP. So get with CAP and we're going to make it like that. You feel me? All right. Have a blessed one.